sisters welcome back to another epi hey you guys i'm Allie. i'm han <laughs> i'm hannah welcome to who is she Ooh, welcome to another episode another week guys what? what's up <laughs> what is up Allie? how has your week been um nothing crazy except i got a dog yeah Allie's now a mother to two and she is the literally the most beautiful little donut angel ever she is so freaking cute she is cute i'm obsessed with her her name is river guys we talked about her a little last week but like, yeah but now she's like now officially she's here, here and she's sleeping on the couch right now she's, yeah she's an angel she's so cute yeah blue has been a only child for so long and now he's like blue's like like you said he's very indifferent he literally just doesn't but I did not think it would be like this though I thought it would be like him how he acts around other dogs annoying I think because he knows he's like shit she's staying like oh no (laughs) but last night he slept with us which then first night we got her he like refused to get in the bed with us if she got in the bed and so bad he's so little stubborn such a baby but last night he did sleep with us so that's a um that's progress yeah Mm -hmm. well she is just so precious guys like seriously i'm obsessed with her i know now i have to adjust to having a puppy again but so far she's been pretty good knock on wood the only thing is she like chews a lot yeah but she hasn't pottied in the house yet and she has slept through the night and i'm the one who keeps waking her up in the middle of the night to go potty because i'm like you're going to yeah. my bed if you don't oh she's just literally like uh yeah Allie's lucky with her she seems pretty good just from like even me just walking in yeah she was so excited to see hannah it was oh, so yeah. cute already <laughs> i'm her favorite <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding i'm just kidding but not really she's just <laughs> she's not blue kidding. will teach her the ways <laughs> Anyways, um, I don't have a new puppy, but... Oh, um, bummer. I know. I'm like, Mom, I need one. She's like, absolutely not. You don't need one. They're expensive. Dogs are expensive, okay? Now that you have two, mm-hmm. girl. My bank account shows it. <sighs> My life, school's almost over. I have one more exam on Monday, and then I'm done. Wow. Well, out of here. Yeah. That's exciting. It is. I'm ready to be finished. I wish, though, I always have that one class that, like, my, it's, like, the last week of exams. Like, that one class that has to go to the last week. You know what I mean? Like, all of my other friends are done. Everyone's done. And I'm, like, oh, I got one exam on Monday. But other than that, work, school, very little play. You played last night? I did. We had, my roommates and I had, like, a little Christmas party type deal. At our apartment it was really cute we all wore like christmas pajamas and we had like we had nice christmas treats we made some like spiked hot chocolate that looked so Dude, good it was so good so you made hot chocolate and then put what in it so we made hot chocolate and then um we put so we were gonna do just like baileys or kalula you know mm-hmm. the stuff that you put like people usually doing coffee and stuff mm-hmm. well we were gonna do that but when we went to the um store they didn't have like any peppermint kind or anything and we wanted to do kind of like a peppermint hot chocolate and oh. so we found this brand it's like iced or something it's literally like called iced i don't know 
but um, it's like another milky alcohol and it was like a mint chocolate flavor and it was so good and so we put that in with it and it was like amazing with some whipped cream some chocolate on top and then some like crushed peppermint or crushed candy cane it was so good it looked so good yeah so it was fun we had a good time we had a great time everyone's about to leave like go home and things like that for um finals so are you going home christmas um i'll be back and forth because i have to work i'll probably be here or be here most of the time because it's a closer drive for where i live at my apartment to work than driving all the way from home to work gotcha but we'll see at the next few days off after tomorrow so well, I work tonight, so I'm very sad. First time working with the dog. Yeah. yeah. It'll be fine. It'll be great. Before we get to the episode, mm-hmm. T-Swizzle dropped a new album. Oh, my gosh. Hannah, give your yeah, thoughts. Yeah, why didn't I even, like, that's the biggest thing that's happened in my week. Guys, I was up. I listened to it at 12 a.m. You I did? I did. I listened. And I'm just, this... She kills it every time. Like she's literally incredible. Wow. I don't I don't think she's had an album that I'm like, ooh. Like I've always loved her, but like sis is like saving 2020. <laughs> like she drops folklore and then boom, five months later, I got another full album for you guys. Like it's so great. My favorites right now, guys, are happiness and I really like like champagne problems, but I also like Tis the Damn Season. That's a really good one. I don't know. I like them all. I feel like we were just talking about folklore too, right? When it came out, but they're so good. Ugh. She's iconic. She's am- she's amazing. Like seriously, mm-hmm. I want to be her. Have you been watching The Bachelorette? Oh my gosh, Ben! Ben, ben. If you're out there, and if and if you don't <laughs> end up with Tasha, bro, I think I I'm know here. Who I'm here. Okay, do not tell me. I hate I know. That. I wish you liked to know the spoilers. But Ben, I love you. I love him with my heart. You and soul. are incredible. Oh if, my gosh. If y'all don't know who Ben is and you watch The Bachelorette, what are you doing? It's funny because every year, like I talked about, I find like that one boy, like, God, it was Tyler immediately. Yeah. Hannah. Like, I knew from the beginning before this man got his hype, like, I was like, ooh, Tyler, like, where is he on my screen? And now it's Ben ever since, like, because Ben, when Claire was on, he wasn't like ever shown wait yeah, yeah no it was never shown and then like boom Tasha shows up and like who is this man oh mm. my god he's so attractive and I see him like on TikTok and Instagram mm. all the time I keep sending Hannah TikToks of him working out like, and guys mm. he likes Harry Styles he's also a vet which I find so attractive I know and like his story him opening up and everything yeah. last week guys uh. if you don't know what we're talking about go and like watch it or look it up or just look up like Ben the Bachelorette like mm-hmm. whatever I, I don't know just you'll find it it's incredible he's amazing he is like I would pick my him. dream I, I would pick him too I would so like do a Claire and Dale Leave. move <laughs> got so, him who do you think is going to go to hometowns because obviously Ben is yeah. going to go. But for me, I think she's going to choose Brendan and Zach, which I don't, Ugh, I don't personally, see. I don't, yeah. I don't personally, see it. Personally, he kind of creeps me out. I don't like the way he talks, which he, I know is stupid to say, but like, I don't know. He gives me creepy vibes. And <laughs> listen, dude, nothing to you. I know I don't know you, but... Like, he's listening. Yeah, he's listening. <laughs> but I'm just, I'm not a fan of him. But I really think Taysha really likes him and Brendan. 
I do too. And Brendan's a sweet one. Like, I really like Brendan too. I'd be happy if she ended up with him also. So Ben, Brendan, Zach, and then I think she's going to go with Ivan. I like Ivan. I like Ben and Brendan. I think homeboy should leave. Ivan's sweet. Ivan's so sweet. He's just a little... Like, they're cute together too. Yeah. They look good together. Riley, on the other hand, like, I feel bad for him because he just opened up and everything like that. And he's a really nice guy, but I don't Uh -uh. see him and Taysha. No. Like, working together. No. Um, also, can we talk about Noah and Bennett? Like, what the heck is going on? What do you think of Bennett now? Because you liked him last time we talked about it. Okay, no. Now I don't. Bennett gives me serial killer vibes. When he showed up to, like, Tasha's thing, I was like, I love you. And I'm like, Bennett. I just threw up a little. Where did we see that on, like, the screens? Like, maybe you had conversations elsewhere, but none of us saw you guys falling in love. And then Tasha's all like, I haven't had a guy, like, show up. I'm like just like psycho like you sent him home and i mean guys have done that but Bennett just did it in a creepy way to me like to me i just didn't like how he did that but i'm confused as to why they showed in the previews for the mental all that noah was at the mental all oh really yeah noah was at the mental all but the mental all is when like the it's all the guys that have gone that have left he must have left then. So he well, mu- she didn't give him a rose last time. No, so. but he was still there at the end of the show because well, she never continued on with the rose ceremony. Remember, just Bennett right. showed up. and So maybe this episode. I think she switches them out. I think she keeps Bennett, and then she ends up sending Noah home. Ew. Okay, Tasha's taste in men just really gets me. She is so beautiful, so smart, seems so level-headed, but she picks men like John Paul, Paul Jones and then is – maybe gonna choose Bennett over Noah I would not I wouldn't choose either of them um Noah yeah I was gonna say don't like Noah's not anything either I would have just sent them both home I would have too and I thought she was going to when she like sat them down I thought she was gonna send Bennett home and then she was like yeah but wait I was like oh but also the thing for me and I was talking about this with my roommates is like I don't get how Noah like she was saying of course, like, Bennett needs to work on his, like, be- him being condescending and, like, the way he talks to some people, like, especially guys mm-hmm. or whatever, especially Noah. But Noah, like, with her, with Noah, she kept saying, like, I just don't know if he's ready. Like, why would you keep someone you don't know is re- if they're ready for marriage? Like, isn't that the whole point of you going on that show is to find love in someone who's ready? Well, Brendan is kind of implying the same thing know, to me. I know, and he's like, oh, the engagement and everything. And like, But I, I think she understands Brendan more, though, because she's she's like, yeah, I've, I've been through that, too. Like, he's hesitant because of the divorce thing, which I understand. But Noah, I feel like, is just a young boy. Like, he's not... I don't think he's ready either. Yeah, I totally agree. I think they should both go yeah, home. I, yeah, not a fan of either. I think it just needs to be Ben, um, Brendan, Zach needs to go, um, and Ivan. That's that's who I want. I want my top two to be Brendan and, and Ben. And then I want my one, the one-to-one Ben. But, you know. Can't always get what you want. If Ben doesn't win, then Ben, I'm, I'm single. <laughs> you know he's like 30. Okay. I'm 21. I know. That age doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> Anyways. Okay. Should we hop into the app? Yes. App, app. Of course. Of course, of course, guys, this week we are talking rejection. The dreaded <laughs> rejection that we know we've all had to deal with at one point, two points, some point, several points in our lives. I brought this episode idea up to Hannah and her response is, I've never been rejected. Guys, it's sarcasm. <laughs> I was joking. I'm like, the I've been rejected multiple times. 
Not really. I think everyone's I'm been joking. rejected. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. I think everyone's been rejected at least once in their lives. Yeah. It might not be from a boy or a girl, no, but it yeah. could be from like a job, a job or, or school or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, for sure. It's difficult. Yeah. Well, I actually got this idea from my brother. I was like, what should we talk about? And he was like, how to deal with projection. Your brother said, I was like, yes. <laughs> like, okay, we got you, King. <laughs> we will do it. I was like, actually, it's kind of good. That is good. Cool. I feel like it's a, it's a good topic. I think it is good, too, especially around the holidays, because I think... Um, people want to be booed up. Well, okay, let me ask you this. Yes, what? a lot of people do want to be booed up. So, what if you were in a relationship... Mm-hmm. And you weren't really feeling it, and it's around this time, right? So right right now, it's like before Christmas. Christmas. Would you stay with him through the holidays so he wouldn't be rejected right before Christmas, or do you think it's better to wait after the holidays? I think it really just depends on the situation of the relationship because that's difficult. I mean, like, if it's, like, really, like, you're, like, I really just can't. Like, I can't put up with whatever it is or mm-hmm. or he did something or you're just really not into it. What if you're, like, almost settling at the moment that you're thinking about breaking up with him? Would you stay or would you wait? What do you mean? Like, you're, like, you, you know he's not your person. Right. Well, see, I struggle with that, though, because I feel like you're wasting someone's time when mm-hmm. you're not with them for the long run and you don't see, like, a full future. I think you're wasting both each other's time. So, for me, I feel like if I was just, like, settling, if it was, like, the week before Christmas, I'm going to wait. But, like, just let mm-hmm. him have his time with his family. Maybe I'll, I'll like, subtly be like, oh, like, let's, like, give each other space or let's... Or maybe me not, like, talk as much to him, not ghost him completely. Yeah. But then when it's time, like, the holidays are over and everything and we've had our time, like, I would probably be like, listen, do you mind if we, like, have a a talk or a conversation? Mm -hmm. I feel like we need to figure stuff out. Yeah. Okay, so here's the tea. (laughs) I have a friend. She is with this guy. She's been dating him, I don't know, two months-ish. And she wants to end things with him. And her or his family is about to they're like about to go on a trip for the holiday like Mm -hmm. to celebrate christmas or whatever and um she's struggling because she knows she doesn't want to be with him like she says she doesn't think he's her person but she doesn't know if doing it before they go on this trip with his whole entire family wait she's going on the trip with the family yes okay bitch what no (laughs) like obviously you're not gonna do that like so you wouldn't go on the trip? Not well. Okay, if I was breaking up with him, I wouldn't go on the trip. But like, if I was breaking up with him, I wouldn't still go on the trip. Like, if we broke up, that would be weird. She's she's struggling. If she should. Oh, she's struggling. Like, if she breaks up with him and doesn't go on the trip, or if she stays through, goes on the trip. I'm mean, go on the trip. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I think in that situation, it's like two months in. Like. I feel like if you're deep in and this is like a year, maybe six months or more relationship and you're like, like feelings are deep in Mm -hmm. and I get people move fast, but like, I feel like two months you could sort of be like, like let it go now before it gets even further. Like the holidays I think too are a big time in a relationship. Like that's when you get close with a family. Like I don't think that's fair to him for her to go on the trip with the family and everything and, like, meet them and uh, become closer and, like, spend a holiday with them Mm -hmm. and then break up. Yeah. I don't think that's fair to him or his family because what if they, like, love her? Yeah. I agree as well. I don't think she should go on the trip at all. No. 
I think she should now, like, end it. End it before it gets too soon. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like, like I said, two months, like, it's it's probably not, right. like, crazy, like, heart. I mean, I, I don't know, but, like, yeah. Mm. Okay, I just wanted your take because she told me about it. I was like, absolutely not. Do not go. Yeah. Yeah, no. But I guess people deal with rejection differently and so she's worried about how he's gonna feel because well that's nice of her yeah or think about him well my thing is is like it's your life right so like i don't think you should base his happiness off base your decisions off of his happiness right but that's how you view things i know people are people are like that where they literally do everything that's how one of my best friends is she Mm -hmm. will do everything based on how other people feel and not disappointing anyone else. Like, she doesn't want to disappoint anyone in the process of her decisions yeah. and things. I mean, anyone. I get that. I get that. Yeah. You're just not. I'm just not like that. Yeah, you're not. It's okay. Yeah. I'm not really that much like that either, but... I just thought it would overcomplicate things further, and then if they do end it up will, breaking yeah. up... I don't even know if she'll actually go through with it. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it's Christmas, New Year's, Valentine's Day, and then it's been, Golly. what months later you know there's never a perfect time to me to reject somebody yeah i think she just needs to cut cut it it. oh Oh my gosh oh my gosh guys she's she's, i mean y'all hannah's obsessed i really am like i'm going to steal her if you guys could see her right now (laughs) i love you i love you river all right anyways okay let's get in um, do you want me to go, you to go? What do you want to do, sis? I don't care. All right, I'll just start talking. <laughs> so we did talk about, like, we've all been rejected at one point. It doesn't, like, it doesn't necessarily matter if it was from a boy or a girl or friendship or job or anything. Like, yeah, that stings. Like, stings. rejection hurts. <laughs> and it's sad. And especially when you, like, give up everything to, like, achieve this job mm-hmm. or goal or or put your your everything out on the line for this person and you become vulnerable when that's like really hard yeah and then like that rejection like getting told that no is literally enough I feel like to make anyone never want it never want to put themselves out there again I feel like it's almost like the hype of it like you hype yourself up to get this job and you imagine yourself getting this job Doing or it, you imagine yourself it. with this mm-hmm. person and y'all falling in love and living this great life and then all of a sudden it's over because it's so hard like especially for some people like to do that to to be vulnerable with someone and put themselves out there and mm-hmm. then like the person's like uh eh, sorry yeah I'm not feeling it it's like oh my gosh it was me and you like I feel like a lot of people too like rejection makes people go like it's me like right. the issue is me mm-hmm. and what do I need to fix or why yes. why am I not worth it why did you reject me or yeah. why did that job not want me and something I wrote in my notes is like you should never base your self-worth off someone else's opinion of you yeah no but like I I decided to do a little research because I wanted to see because I know there's so many things about rejection but I found this article on healthy ways to deal with it, and the first one was to understand why rejection hurts so much. Mm-hmm. Why are you smiling? I just think it's cute. You did receive <laughs> You do it, too. <laughs> I haven't done it in a while. Um, so the article was saying how it isn't because you're weak or sensitive, which is what a lot of people might think, like, mm-hmm. oh, it shouldn't hurt me this bad. I don't know why I'm so upset about it. But, mm-hmm. like, it, it should, and it, and it will, and it does. But um, our response really kind of depends on our attachment styles which are the ways 
the models in which we develop our relationships with other people. So people who interact with their caregivers in a healthy way as infants usually develop a secure attachment style in which they, they, they view themselves as being worthy or lovable, but those with insecure attachment styles generally view themselves as unlovable, unworthy, and inadequate. This is just so sad to me. I was actually talking mm-hmm. to my brother who gave us the idea for this yeah. episode about attachment styles last night. Yeah. And love you, bro, but I think you yeah. have an insecure attachment style. Well, and a it, lot of people do. Yeah. yeah. Well, it just makes me so sad yeah. that you base your worthiness off, like, someone else. Yeah. And you feel unlovable. And, like, that is just so sad to me mm-hmm. that you feel I like know. it's so sad. no one else can love you the way Just because of that one rejection, too. Mm-hmm. And, like... And, and uh, like I said, like that, that explains why some people deal with it worse than others. Some people yeah. are able to be like, okay, I was told no. It still stings a little, but that doesn't make me any less of a person. But again, some people are very much like, uh, that's the end of the world for me. Mm-hmm. I'm a horrible person. And I mean, also, like, I, I agree with a lot of that. But also, like, some, some of it can just be a pride issue for some people. Being told no is, like, right. a pride issue. And mm-hmm. they're like, oh, my gosh. Oh. Especially with guys, I feel. Yes. Very much so. Because if they get rejected by, by a, girl, a girl, oh, it's the end of the world. God, right? They're like, F-F-B. Yeah, seriously. They're like, I don't need her. I can get anyone I want. I'm like, try. Yeah. Try. <laughs> you couldn't get me. <laughs> try. <laughs> Just kidding. Rejection can mean a lot to different people, too. I remember when I was younger and, like, especially in high school, I remember, like, I associated rejection with being humiliated. Like, mm. It was the feeling of, like, not being good enough, like we talked about. Or humiliation was, like, a result of rejection. Like, if somebody were to reject you and, like, everybody found out. Or or somebody was rejected. Like, I feel like humiliation tagged along with that. Like, you were humiliated that you were rejected. And that sort of goes a little bit with pride as well. But Well, that goes along with, like, when you say you, like, have a crush on someone. Or you're gonna major in this and it doesn't work out like obviously you're humiliated it's embarrassing yeah because you told everyone about this and now it's not gonna happen right yeah it's it's difficult it's i mean and it's a natural thing too to like want to belong to people and want to belong in groups like it's a part of our like human nature like and so when we feel like we're being isolated or, or like not wanted or sort of pushed away like it's natural feeling to be like upset or or kind of think back to yourself well what am i doing Mm mm-hmm I think that, like, as you grow, you experience rejection more and more. Like, as you get older, obviously, you experience it in, like, more extremes almost, too. Like, it it starts to not just be relationships or people, but it starts to be jobs, and it starts to be schools, Mm -hmm. and you start getting rejection. And I think that um, the more you become, the more and more you get rejected, you become better at realizing that, like, rejection is growth really I feel like when you get mm-hmm. rejected you grow so much like yeah from that because you're like all right well let me work on what I need to work on and there's a reason like why that relationship didn't work out or why you didn't get that job and I think at the time of the rejection we think nothing besides like again I'm a failure I, I just need to stop trying that but maybe like a few months or possibly years pass by and we look back and you like thank the Lord that you didn't get that job or thank the Lord that you didn't marry that person or you weren't in a relationship with that person. So yeah. I always say like rejection is protection. Like it literally protects you from the things that you shouldn't be doing. So like mm. if you're getting told no in the in the moment, of course, it's going to be like, ouch. But like yeah. think like five years, like I can think about times where I was rejected in like high school or something was rejection yes. wise. And I'm like, 
I would have never worked with that person ever. So like, thank the Lord that I was protected from that. Like there was a reason it Mm -hmm. never, ever worked out. No matter how many moments we tried, no matter how many, it never worked out. And there was a reason for that. Yeah. Over Thanksgiving break, I ran into this guy that I had such a big crush on before. I started dating Max. And then I was looking at him and I was like, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. It's true though. Like you're like, I can't imagine myself Literally. in that situation or like even in that job. It's like, why did I ever like mm-hmm. I would not have survived or whatever <laughs> it is. It's like, ooh, thank the Lord I was protected from that. So like I love that outlook on it. Yeah, because I not always looked at it that way. But like I think as you get told no more and more, you're mm-hmm. like, all right, well, there's a reason for that. Yeah, it's a good time to reflect yeah and that's that's my mom has always taught me to like change your perspective on things like you can look at it in the worst way possible and you can dwell on it and you can be upset about it or you can think all right well didn't get that but let's move on and let's start again and try again yeah and so like it's always it's i think that whole rejection is protection is changing your perspective from it being like a place of being so down and upset and thinking you're so not worth it to being like there's a reason mm-hmm. and I need to respect that and move on. You'll find someone. You'll find a job. It'll come. But I went into a little more research and I got on Oprah Magazine, which they always like, you. they always got that stuff. <laughs> and they discussed rejection according to science. And I was like, ooh, interesting. Okay. So our brain really does think that rejection is a wound. Mm-hmm. Like a study at the University of Michigan found that MRI scans found that rejection actually activates the same parts of our brain as physical pain does. That's so true, though. Like, it, say yeah. you're, like, in a long-term relationship oh. and y'all break up and you've been rejected by your person. Oh, my gosh. You literally go and feel physical pain. Or, like, you... Yeah, heartbreak is literally... Mm-hmm. You're heartbreaking. Like, it's so true. And... Even for jobs, like, you work your, like, whole college career. You work so hard to, like, you've had this goal set, and then you try it, and it doesn't work out how you thought. Or it's, like, you literally get told no. Your whole body is, like, shatters. You're, like, like, I've worked so hard for this. And it's, like, ouch. Ouch. That really, that that shit stings. Like, that hurts. (laughs) Um, But those who experience rejection as more painful – paid more attention to correcting their behavior than those who didn't. So they're, like, again, focused on more of, like, all right, well, what do I need to fix? Because they don't want to experience that again. Yeah. You know, they don't want to go through that pain again. Like, you said a heartbreak. You're, like, Mm -hmm. you you go through this relationship, you open up to someone, and it's so great, and you think it's going so good, and then, boom, out of nowhere, you get broken up with. And you're, like, like, you deal with the pain, and you deal with the heartbreak, and then you're, like, well, what did I do? I don't. I don't ever want to put myself through all of that again and do all of that again. I'd rather just live on my own and not have to go through heartbreak again. Yeah. Um, but over many generations, experiencing rejection as painful has a survival advantage, and our brains become wired with this default response. So I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Like we literally react the same way to pain as we do rejection, like physical pain. Isn't that cool? Wow. Wow. Well, yeah, because physical pain we always try to avoid. Obviously, we try to avoid rejection at all costs. Very true. Not me. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God. I hate you. Um, I think that it's just important to allow ourselves to 
experience like the emotion. We always we talk about this too. Experience those emotions fully because if you don't, you're never gonna deal with it. Yeah, so that like, was a good point I had as well. Yeah, is like if you feel rejected, like cry about it's it. It's okay. Like, yeah, yeah, it's okay to be upset and sad yeah. and feel those shitty feelings. But like the whole point is, like Hannah said to move on right to learn from the rejection and have this right. different outlook as it is protected you at yeah. the end of the day like this did not work out for yeah. a reason like you're not some superhero human that's gonna get told no and be like all right my day's jolly and good like you're it sucks. Also, yeah and you're also never name one person who's never been rejected like that's just such a well, exactly. unrealistic ideal that's in- and if you know someone that's never been rejected i might want to take a step back <laughs> like right because if they do get rejected at one point it's gonna or it makes them. you feel worse about yourself when you're oh, like yeah. why okay interesting like, what, have they, what have they done that right mm-hmm. um yeah the, i mean the easiest way out is through and like you got to go through the pain and you got to deal with it all to to recognize like okay I'm okay you're val- you're validated in those feelings always you can sit in it for a little bit and then get yourself back up start all over and like realize who you are the only way going. out is through that is beautiful have you never heard that no uh, yeah the only way out is through so sometimes you got to go through it to get get out of it wow yeah that's a good way to think about it yeah me and my wisdom I also think that rejection too for a lot of people like means we talked about this too yeah that they aren't good enough Mm -hmm. and and they don't bring enough to the table but instead of like thinking that and sitting in that because that that becomes self-pity at the end of the day when you start to just get way too into like Mm-hmm. all of that and and they don't instead of focusing on like what they do bring to the table like you you can sit there and think about all that you do wrong and all that you don't bring to the table or you can sit there and think okay well I wasn't right for that because of this and this or maybe I wasn't what they were looking for mm-hmm. or maybe I didn't fit something that they needed or that they wanted but that doesn't mean like I won't fit what somebody else wants or what something else needs. Right. Just because you're rejected by one person doesn't mean you'll be rejected by all. Like, you're allowed to give yourself some self-affirmation and be like, okay, they told me no, but, like, let me think of the things they do good. Yeah. You know, and that that somebody else will will appreciate. And, remind like, to remind ourselves of the things that we can do by self-affirming, like, our worth. And give yourself a little ego boost. Like, sometimes we all need it. And it's okay. And... And that's how you pick yourself back up, I feel like. When you're like, no, you know what? I am good at this. Or yeah, I can do it. I've heard so many times, too, in my life, like, you're going to get told a thousand times no before you get that, like, one yes. And that mm-hmm. one yes is going to mean everything to you. But, like, you're going to get told no so many times in your life. And, like, yeah. you've got to realize that from everything. Mm-hmm. Like, not just people. Not just relationships. I think it's just hard because in our society, we literally just – show all the positives and all the success stories Mm -hmm. no one really shows or expresses all the struggles they went through before they came out on top like you got to climb that ladder and I was listening to something and they were talking about Oprah Mm -hmm. I keep bringing up Oprah today but they were talking about like how do you become that Oprah like it's not most people aren't an overnight success like most people got to work and fail and and climb and fall and and climb and get up there and like it takes like it's like a mountain it's and it takes ups and downs to get to where you're at and not everybody but that's right like people are so successful but they don't show the rejection that they got a thousand times before 
and the down moments and in, in the parts where they probably thought they weren't good enough. And look at them now. Right. Look at Oprah now. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, I think it's sad too, but surrounding yourself with people that lift you up and like support you is always a good thing. Because like, if you think about it, when you're heartbroken, your girls are going to be there. Yeah, I totally agree. Like your loved ones, you need to lean on them the most. And a lot of the times people like that will show you your worth like you know, if I came to you and I was upset, you would be like, you're so great at this, yeah. this, and this. And, like, yeah. you need that in times like this. Information, yeah. And, like, you get broken up with. And you're, like I said, like, you having those people that will lift you up and that will be there for you. Because a lot of times I know for me, too, like, I, if I, like, get sad or rejected or something, like, I want to call my mom or I'll talk to my friends right. about it. And they'll be like... Listen, like, they'll they'll cheer you up. They'll help you. Like, because you want to surround yourself with people that are going to be there for you in moments like that. And and they they can soothe that pain. Like, at least for a little while. A heartbreak's going to hurt for a long time. Yeah. Or, you know, it's different for everyone. But, like, they can help you for a little while. Get through it. Like, you'll be given that comfort you need in the times to just, like, remember who you are and yeah. your self-worth. They're really good at that. Especially if you've surrounded yourself with a really good amount of people. Mm-hmm. And even if it's not a lot of people, it's just that takes that one yeah, yeah, person yeah. who makes you feel yeah. like you're a million bucks. Right. right. I just think overall we need to realize too, like re- rejection is going to happen. Like it's not inevitable. We can't walk around our lives thinking that everyone's just going to tell us yes and give us what we want. Yeah. And I think a reject the fear of rejection drives a lot of oh people to not... To not do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like the biggest thing I feel like and it's it's the way like I said it's the way we view it the way we deal with it that really determines like the level of self-doubt and pain that we're going to get in return. Yeah, for it's, sure. It's going to hurt no matter what, but change your perspective, rearrange it in a way that you understand and that you can move on and become stronger. Rejection is natural. You're going to be sad, that's okay, but you got to pick yourself back up. Remind yourself who you are and then keep going. Oh! I think you made such great points. A lot of it, I, like I wrote as well. But yeah. um, we always do that. We always I know end up just getting the same things. Yeah, but a big point that I wanted to like make is dealing with rejection is hard, which I think obviously is something we're all going to deal with at one point. So when I think of like being rejected, I brought up the point of DABDA. Have you ever heard of the five stages of grief? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yes, I have. Uh Yeah. So the way I learned or tried to remember in nursing school was DABDA, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. Okay. And I think a lot of the times when we are rejected, especially in a serious relationship, we do feel grief. And Mm -hmm. a lot of times we are grieving that dream that we had or grieving that relationship. Yeah. So I wanted to talk about it. It's like the first stage of grief for when we do get rejected would be denial. And I know when I was um, initially failed my first nursing class, I totally experienced every single mm-hmm. one of these feelings. It's totally normal to initially deny like your boyfriend breaking up with you and you don't accept it. You don't want to tell your yeah. friends or you don't want to tell any of your friends you failed a class or anything like that. And I think when we're facing an event that we didn't expect and one that will cause immense change. We deny it until we die. Oh, yeah. And we try to think of ways to fix what's broken and repair something that's not repairable. Mm-hmm. We can't really repair a broken relationship. And although it's so hard to kind of like move on and accept that feeling, um, it's something that we need to do. Yeah. But acceptance is the last stage of grief. But I feel like acceptance too is like 
a big thing for anything. Like you've got to like it's like being self aware. You got to accept that you're like that way in order yeah. to change it. Mm-hmm. And then the next stage is like we feel anger. We feel angry at ourselves mm-hmm. as to why like we couldn't fix it or why it didn't work out for us and. Maybe it's your boss who fired you out of the blue or your boyfriend left you and dragged out your relationship for longer than it should have been and you feel angry at that person or angry at yourself. And I feel like a lot of times when I'm rejected, like I feel angry at myself Mm -hmm. and I blame myself as to like what could I have done Mm -hmm. to like make it better or get that job or make him love me. Right, yeah. It's, I don't know. It's sad. Yeah, it is sad. And then the next one is bargaining. So, like, what can I do to fix this? I'll lose the five pounds if you just stay with me. Or I'll work 50 hours a week to get the job done if you don't Mm. fire me. And I think this is a big one whenever we are rejected is, like, how, let me do this to fix it and so you don't ruin my life. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. No, people will change themselves in order to, again, not be rejected yeah and the worst way possible change themselves yeah i agree i remember this um gray's anatomy episode and this girl was dating her boyfriend she came into the er with like ankle pain or something like she'd fallen in during a workout and her boyfriend kind of kept making comments about how she lost all this weight and she started like throwing up blood out of nowhere and she ends up dying in the episode and callie um, if you don't watch a Grey's Anatomy, I'm sorry. Callie, like, comes screaming at the boyfriend, like, this is your fault. Like, you made her mm-hmm. lose all this weight just to, like, fit this pretty picture. And it's just, like, literally sometimes people do the most extreme things to keep someone. Yeah. And if they are not Scary. making you feel like you're a thousand bucks. Right. Right. Realize your self-worth, ladies, right. men, everybody. They don't tolerate. Don't settle. Like, you should be... <laughs> Do you hear her? Yeah. You should be celebrated in, in your love and who you are. And you should never a- be asked to, like, change yourself. Yeah. Or I'm going to leave you. Like, we talked about the last week about gaslighting and stuff. Yeah. You know? Well, I just think a lot of people find wor- self-worth in, in other, other people. people. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, like, the comment about people find themselves unlovable in an yeah. insecure attachment style. It just... It's makes sad. I think you should always start with healing yourself first before you yeah. get into any uh, relationship, before you start any new journey. Like, you need to I love agree. yourself I first. Agree. I agree. And then the next step of the grief process is depression hits. And mm. at this point, we've done everything. We have felt everything. We've denied everything. And then we're still rejected at the end of the day. And we have to face the facts that... We're not getting that job we wanted or that guy doesn't want to be with me. Yeah. And I encourage people who are feeling depressed to reach out to people who you love. And like Hannah said, those are the times where you need them the most. And I, if they are your true friend, if they love you, then they will be there for you. And I think, too, there's a difference between sadness and when you start to feel really depressed about something. Because, like we said, you can be sad about a rejection. You're going to. It's, it's like, that's natural. But then if you start feeling yourself get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm real sad and I don't see myself getting up anytime soon. I think that's important, too, to, oh, to recognize. Yeah. It's never... 
wrong to seek help from other people. And then the last step in the grief process is accepting what is. I feel like mm. this stage can honestly be the saddest, but the most eye-opening because when you've experienced all the feelings that I just talked about and then you're at the point where you're like, okay, like I'm ready to move on. Yeah. I feel like it is super sad to like think about what could have been or think about all the good times you had with someone and now you have to accept everything that happened and move on. It's hard. And I feel like so many couples who are in unhealthy relationships end up being so dependent on each other. And when they are left alone oh and are rejected, yeah. they don't know what to do or even how to move on. And Because they put so much of their self-worth and they put so much of who they were into that other person. Yeah. And someone who's very close to me, it feels like they're unlovable and they are in a super unhealthy, immature relationship mm-hmm. and have voiced like so many times... Mm. that no one else is going to love them, that they won't find anyone else. And and comments like that, like making it seem like no one else is going to love you if this person you're with rejects you, it just makes me literally so sad. I personally don't know how to comfort them or make them believe that they are loved and that they will find someone one Mm -hmm. day and that there are millions of people in the world who can treat you yeah. Right. Unlike the person that you're with. And I just encourage you guys to find your worth in yourself. In yourself before anything. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like building your relationship and your mm-hmm. love for yourself can really change the game. It's so important, too, because at the end of the day, you have yourself, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Like, and you've got to love yourself fully, and, and in order to do that, you've got to realize your self-worth, and you've got to be okay with being told no and, and being rejected, and you, you've got to be okay with all of that and not think of yourself of, of someone who will never be loved again or, or who will never be worth anything because someone else didn't see that. But that, mm-hmm. like you said, that doesn't mean the right person isn't going to see it. Or yeah. the right job or, or anything isn't going to see you and your potential. Exactly. And it's hard to feel that in the moment. Of course, it's hard to feel that in the moment of like when you're being broken up with that you'll ever find anyone ever again or when you get told no from that job that you ever want to do anything ever again. But like you've got to find that. Like you've got to find that middle ground of like I'm sad but I'm going to be okay mm-hmm. and I'll figure it out and it'll it'll work itself out again. And again, like, there's a reason for all of this. Yeah. Giving up is never the answer, and it just turns into more depression, more issues. Trust me, I've observed someone very close to me give up on their entire life, and Mm -hmm. now they live a very unfulfilling life. And it's so sad to watch. Yeah. And it's also so inspiring to see people go through stuff and then, like, come out on the other end. And they are so happy with how their life is now. Yeah. So if you want to picture that happy life and manifest that relationship you want, that job you want, and think of ways, make a list. Think of ways that you can accomplish all of those goals. And think of reasonings as to why... X, Y, and Z didn't work out. And maybe you can fix that or make it better. So Yeah, you're never going to get anywhere or get anything that you really, really want without, like, being pushed down a few times or, or mm-hmm. being, you know, discouraged or, or sad or rejected. Right. But then you got to think of that end, 
end goal that you're going for, the end thing, and realize like I always I have always believed too that there's someone for everyone. They're out there. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't meet them in the first twenty something years of your life, like you're fine. And I've always believed that where you're gonna be like in the place that you're supposed to at the right moment in your life, not the right time. And a lot of times it feels like we're in limbo with our lives and we're just like going through the motions or every day is mm-hmm. the same or there's no one here for me in this town or there's no one that's gonna like there's nothing for me here but it's like no there is something for you and even though it might not be here like it'll come at the right moment at the right time but that doesn't mean that life is going to be rainbows and butterflies for the rest of like time like Mm -hmm. you're gonna even when you get that job or you find that person like there's going to be struggles and there's going to be issues and and things that you've got to work at yeah and the last thing I just Mm -hmm. wanted to make a note of is like don't ever or try your best not to put a time limit on that dream job or getting married and having kids because I think society Mm -hmm. really encourages us to have kids by 25 and get married by 22 and you're dating your high school sweetheart for 10 years y'all should be married by now it's just like you live your life to the time limit that you set for yourself if you want to have kids when you're 30 that's fine if you can't find the job that you want or the man that you want and you keep getting rejected and rejected, that's okay too. Like, if you don't find the man that you end up with until you're 30-something, that's fine. You're never too old. You're never too, like, old to figure things out. Like, life isn't, I mean, life is going to keep happening to you. So just, like, yeah, it. It's just, like, rejection happens at any age. So just don't let what society is telling you is the norm to determine your dream and and that's all i have to say and that's our tad talk thanks guys have a good <laughs> week. um just kidding but yeah i hope you guys take into consideration what we said in this episode rejection is hard but it's gonna happen guys it's gonna happen in life but you gotta realize change your perspective rejection is protection the only way out is through know your self-worth yeah you are a queen you are a king you are an icon You've got this. You have got this, sis. You do. And um, you got this week, too. Yeah. Yeah, if you get rejected this week, remember. Remember this episode. You'll be fine. <laughs> you will be okay. You will get through it. You will see another day. I promise. Yes, 100%. Thank you guys so much for listening. Just remember, we write all of our handles, our Instagram bios, all the details in the show notes below. We post a new episode every single Monday, so start your week out with us and have a blessed week. Yes, we will talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye.